beautiful people. Hello, 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 hello. And welcome back to Artistic State of Mind. We are back. Merry, Merry Christmas and that. Yeah. Is it Christmas yet? Well, it's not Christmas yet. It is in some people's mindset. Yeah. It's a week away. Is it a I week? I think it's a week. It's less than a week. Well, as we're recording, I think it's a week to the day, yeah. Oh yeah, it's a week today. It's a yeah. week today, yeah. Merry Christmas and that. Shout out to everyone who's finished their Christmas shopping. Got yep, their presents yep. wrapped up. Exactly. Know the rest of it. Yep. Oh yeah, big, um, I was going to say big ups, so I don't talk like that. I was going to say, um, thanks to Miss Dorcas for sitting in last week. Holding it down. Um, holding down. it down. Was it last week? The week before? The week before. We had a great convo. And um, can I just say, yeah, um, so she pointed out to me something, an error that I did last, <laughs> last in the last episode. I oh yeah, the, what was that? I uploaded the wrong episode. Very interesting um, experience that was. Very interesting because the thing is, I actually had listened to the episode when Brent sent it to me. And I was like, yeah, this sounds fine. I don't know how I uploaded the wrong episode. So when I sent it to some of my colleagues to listen to it, they were like, oh my God, the episode's really good. It's like so therapeutic. I'm like, oh, thanks. And then when I actually listened to it, I was like, rah, they listened to an old episode. Old episode. Old episode. But you know, we thank God for grace. We thank God for the fact that SoundCloud allows you to upload, re-upload a new episode rather than delete it. So that was all sorted in the end. And I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. If you haven't listened to it, or if you listened to the original one, please go back and listen to this one. It's a good one. I can guarantee that for certain. Um, but yeah, anyway. It is what it is. Um, we have a third guest in the studio. Yeah, yeah. Um, I won't give too much. Well, I don't, you know, he he is, he is who he is. Um, I am who I am. Um, he's the honorary king of R&B. No, don't. don't <laughs> I just, so who the king of R&B, my G? Um, we all know. I, I, I would say maybe Chris Brown or Asha. I Fuck off. Yeah. Are you joking? It has to be. It has it's to real be. cold in Canada, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because it's frozen. Some, some, nah. Something in your Chris eardrums. Brown, I think Usher, the king of one of those. One like, of those do you know what? I'm not gonna get involved. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what's good though? Welcome back. Hello, hello. If this isn't the don't... king of R&B, this is just Stephen. Stephen here, I guess, from <laughs> Artist State of Mind. Who used to be on just, just Stephen. Just Stephen. AKA. Oh, here we go. Here we go. AKA the R appreciator. Come on. Back in the building. Maggie. Woo. (laughs) Wowza. We had to have him back in it. Yeah, just for a moment. Only for a a very special episode. And it's one that we do every year. And I'm uh, excited to be doing it with obviously Stephen, the ex co host, and Chalma, the new co host. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm the original, original G in the building. I feel like I need to crip walk right now. Okay. Like, no, all right. No, okay. Do you? Like to do that. Anyway, okay. before we get into the show, what's been happening, guys? How's your week been? Give me the gist. I say we start off our guest, you know. Okay. Well, oh man. Um, I I I well what have I been doing for the past week? I would say just prepping to come back just for a moment, I guess. Um now I'm back and in terms of adjusting to the weather, I didn't have to adjust a lot because where I was, it was pretty cold. And coming over here, it seems pretty like warm. Summer. Yeah, it's <laughs> okay. it seems pretty warm. There's no wind chill. There's not nothing like that. So yeah, I guess just coming over here and just enjoying the sunshine. <laughs> mm. Even though there hasn't been any. It's apple. just been rain. It has. And cold, it has. but it is what it is. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty boring week. I'm sorry. 
Oh, so boring. You come back to this land and you come with some boring f- yeah, vibe. Yeah. So you didn't. You haven't gone to meet some friends. You haven't gone out. Oh, actually. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, thank you, you. Yeah, you say that. Um, yeah, I went to a, uh, an art exhibition yesterday um, at the Saatchi. Saatchi Gallery? Saatchi Gallery. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I went there. It was really fun. It's good to hang out with some friends and, you know, have a good time, eat some food after as well. Awesome time. Awesome time. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. And what about you, Chama? How's your week been? Well, just came back from holiday. Whoop, whoop. Again. He's been living life. He has. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd you go? Thailand. If you don't mind. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Mate. And before you went to Thailand, what did you go and do? Oh, yeah. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> so I got engaged, <laughs> people. Woo! Yes. 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 I'm an engaged Amazing. man now. Someone's fiance. It's crazy. Yeah, it it's so crazy. Yeah. But yeah, got engaged, which honestly was like, Highlight all my year easily, mm. you know, getting engaged. So that's a perfect way to end the year. Yeah, it is a perfect that's way to end the year, you know. So shout out to my bibs, my bibsy bibs. Mm. Have you guys got a hashtag yet? Uh, no, we haven't got a okay. hashtag yet. Don't 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 join those people. No, no, no. We have to have a hashtag. We're going to get a hashtag. You have to get a hashtag. Yeah, but don't get a hashtag because I find it strange. There's someone yet, like someone, someone got engaged like two months ago, and they've already hashtag 2019. Oh yeah, people do that. I'm like, raw. Where are you getting the money to be collecting? Like, you just got engaged like two days ago, and you're ready. Hashtag 2019. Well, and and you got to make sure no one comes and gets that hashtag. You know, some 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 hashtags I've seen are pretty. Live, so okay. you wanna you, you wanna keep them. You have to be yeah. creative, and yeah. you know it's a way of taking ownership. Okay, yeah, is. but we yeah. haven't haven't put ours into the uh into the universe yet. Okay, you know time in time. But yeah, come back from holiday yesterday. I was on another podcast. You know, I was oh, moonlighting. Yeah, I was on my boy's podcast. Shout out to Nick Sports, Nick Sports team. Shout out to Ramsey. Mm. Totally different from this. So I'm not. Oh my I, God, what yeah. is it? What was it's it? It's my football. Like? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Were you in your element again? I guess to some Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. It was good fun. Nice. It was good fun. Just nice. doing something I do all the time, mm-hmm. other than like talking about the arts, Just talking about football. Cool. But doing it in front of a mic. Awesome. It's been an alright week. Yeah. It's cool, been an alright cool, week. Yeah, yeah. Very nice. What about you, Jules? What's going on? My, I'm in holiday mode. Well, fifty percent. Near holiday mode. 50%. So today was my last working day in the office till kind of like 2019. I'm I'm getting chi- I'm chilling. Mm. So I saved up, I save I saved those holiday dates days, those annual leave days just for now. <laughs> like really, <laughs> I was like, deuces, bitches, mm. I'm out. <laughs> I sent one long email. I was like, hi guys, just to let you know, I'm now officially on annual leave as of end of play of today. Just wanted to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, and then everyone was just like, oh my God, so gel. I was like, yes, be gel. Be gel. And yeah, I'm sure you sorted out that out of us office. That's what I was going to say. Oh, yes. That, that, makes, that, makes, that, is, that cements it I, as I've, your, I've on really it. Like literally like, <laughs> hi guys, I'm currently out of office with limited, un, is it limited? Limited access to my emails, which is a lie. I do have access to my emails. <laughs> now, but you always but, have to say that. You yeah, always of course, have absolutely. To say limited access to my emails. Yeah. Before the people now be thinking, oh. Come and run gums. Exactly. <laughs> Hi, this is really important. Can we get a response back as soon as possible? No, bitch, no. I can't help you. But, Can you know. <laughs> anyway. But apart from that, um, I'm just going to use the time to kind of like chill. It's the boyfriend's birthday in a couple of days. So oh, that yeah. should be fun. Um, yes. So hold on, hold on. Do you get enthusiastic about that? Too, so what'd you say? She sounds very enthusiastic. You're like, trust me. Sounds, mm. It's gonna be really fun. Mm. Your face. So here's a really big question. Oh God, uh, yeah. I oh, know. Do you get him two presents or one? Oh, 
it's such I hate this. I really hate the fact I blame his mother. <laughs> what? Do you say that <laughs> in her that face? Serious? Oh hell no. Okay. <laughs> say it her face. But you say it in a podcast. Like yeah. she can listen to any time. No, I don't think she will listen to it. Okay. I don't think she knows that I have a podcast anyway. Let's wow. keep that secret. Let's let's mm, keep that as my That's very interesting. Very um, interesting. The secret <laughs> no. life of Juliana. But no, seriously, like oh, it, it it hurts my spirit because I'm just like, oh, it's your birthday on the twentieth, and five days later it's Christmas Day. Hmm. So what I try to do is like, I, I, I've just got like two or three gifts and I'll just split them into one and a half for each. Right. So one and a half mm. for birthday, one and a half for Christmas. And let's keep, that's, that's sweet. It's done there. It's dealt so with. you do get separate gifts, but like, I guess in one. Yeah. Sh- you go to buy gifts for both. And yeah. Then just we, yeah. Them I'll on give them days. separately. I see. To be honest with you, he should be gifting me on his birthday, right. to be fair, because of how amazing I am. Okay. So moving on. Yes, ah, let's, let's show. Keep, step in. Let's keep it stepping. Wowza. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You're not even going to allow me to literally like finesse that and just be like, yeah, Jules, we hear you. I, I agree. Nah. Okay. It's because you guys are guys. That's why. Nah. I would just say if you were born in December, you you wouldn't have this energy right now that you like. I would have this, this energy. This to be honest with you, even on my December 30th days. birthday, ask Stephen, what did he get for me for my birthday when I was 30? Quarter yeah. of a century. What did, what did, I didn't get you anything. There we go. Wow. So exactly. Wow. But, and my you know, birthday's in the summer. What's your excuse, bro? There's no excuse. Don't start. And I'm not. I'm proud of that as well. So yeah. But hold on. Could you not have like contributed to a family present or something? No. Nope, no one got me nothing. Wow. You're grown. You can get what you want, can't you? But sometimes it would be nice, like your family needs to consider. Oh, do you know what? Yeah, this person's just turned thirty. What should we do for that person? <laughs> I say a card would do. But yeah, and it even is. the video that you sent me from a holiday, oh, yeah. you didn't I look at like video. You... I sent your video. That's it. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> no, I don't do videos. So, brother, yeah. anyway. brother, the video was so dead. Stephen was like, "Hi, happy birthday!" <laughs> like with the deadest happy birthday ever. <laughs> like, come on, like, come on, come on. It I'll say it's better than nothing, but I, I don't think it is. You know. Oh man, I don't think it is. I'll be very honest. With oh you. man, I think that's worse than nothing. Exactly. <laughs> worse than nothing. I don't do videos, so that is definitely a good thing to, to get. Yeah, but it can't come. It can't come and half-ass it, man. Isn't it? it well, and then at some point, Dorcas was had to nudge you like, "Come on, liven up a little bit," and you still looked hella awkward. Yeah. But you know, I've still that's got the why, video. That's why I'm not on screen. So, I'm yeah. gonna play it at your wedding and see. This is this is what you have to live with, lady. <laughs> if you marry him. <laughs> One of my endearing qualities. Yeah, but yeah. yeah anyway, moving on. Let's let's go on with the show, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. Everyone's everyone's kind of well caught up with what we guys, what we've all been doing. So, yeah, ma'am. Yeah. Let's, let's get so on. obviously, end of the year and that, and by all means, we like to wrap up 2018 the yes. only way we know best. Yeah. And it's kind of just recapping on everything that we have enjoyed in regards to theatre, film, TV, music. Mm. Um, and just giving you guys our top fives that we've enjoyed this year from all the way from January 2018 to December 2018. So what we're going to do is basically in each, each of us individually have put together a list of our top fives. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. It was very hard. Some of them was mm. really, really hard. Mm. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what you guys have on the list, on your list, and kind of like talk about one of them and why you think like... It's made the cut onto your top five mm. and tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah. So should we start off with So Stephen, have you seen any theatre this year? I have. Okay. Do I, you have yeah, anything? I have. Um the only thing that comes to my mind at the moment, I, I did try and write some a few things out. I didn't end up writing anything at all about theatre, but 
one, one something that came to mind was Misty. Okay, um, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you went to, we went to see that together, didn't it? Yeah, we did. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed. it. I didn't know what to expect. I knew it was going to be, yeah, a, a one man show to some extent, and you know, um, Arenze, um killed it for me. I, I was I was pleasantly surprised, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So. Um, just the whole the elements of what he was doing in terms of talking about, I guess, the bus line and how it works and how we see things. But I'm not, I'm not a theatre guy, so mm. I'm more of the music guy. So I'm not going to try and break things down. But I'll say for me, Misty was definitely a standout one for me. Yeah, standout for, for a lot of people, actually. Quite a few people, yeah. but it didn't make my list. I saw that. I think yeah. it was in your honourables, innit? Yeah, it was my honourable It made mention. it into um, Time Out. I got Time Out magazine today yeah. and it made it into Time Out magazine. As number two. Yeah, 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 there we go. There we go. Um, but not good enough for Juliana, apparently. Um, it, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. It was good. Um, <laughs> I never saw it, so I, I can't really have I just don't like to live up to the hype, innit? Everyone's like, oh my God, it's so amazing. Like, it's so great. Mm. It's like one of the best pieces of theatre I've ever seen. I don't think it's been one of the best pieces of theatre I've seen. But we need to talk about your number one because I found it very interesting. Tell, what, what was your number one? Okay, I might as well do the review right now, innit? Yeah, here we it's go. It's one of those oh, things. So it. my number one is The Convert at the Young Vic. Local, local. Um, so I happened to see that last week, Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I was tired. I was exhausted when they said, oh, it's a three hour show or two hours and 45 minutes with two interviews. I said, brother, on a Friday, why are you doing this to us, Young Vic? But they didn't disappoint I was blown away. So I've seen The Convert at the Gate. Um, I enjoyed it. We we weren't there together, but we were were at the same same show. Yeah. Um, And I enjoyed it. I actually thought the girl who played the, um, is it Jakira? Jakira? Yeah, Jakira. Jakira. You see more recently than me. Yeah, it's because you know me. I know how to. You can't pronounce Let's go with Esther because she had two names. Yeah. yeah, so the girl that played Esther in the gate um, run, I thought she stole the show for me. She was absolutely phenomenal. Like, I thought she was great um, as a, as an actress, as just kind of just like taking the show, like, and really dominating the character. Um, when I saw the one at the, the one at the Young Vic, um was completely different for me. Okay. It was so different. Like it's, I, I, and the thing is, I tried not to sit there and compare both of them because for both of them, for the convert at the gate, it was very, very serious, very kind of, you know, like the subjects that they were touching on was religion, culture, identity, and all of that stuff, specifically around religion, culture, and colonization um, from the white man, typical. Um, but I found that the one that the convert at the young Vic, there were so many comedic kind of like punchlines that really, yes, you'll be surprised, but you can understand why people, I don't know whether it was the press night and people found some of the, the kind of things quite funny. Mm. Um, I don't know whether it's just that there's down to the energy of the audience. Do you know what? Like not to like cut you too much, but I remember when I saw, I'm seeing it on this Friday actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. With my fiance. Mm-hmm. Um, there were bits in it that were written to be, you know, when something's written to be funny between the characters, yeah. but not funny for the audience. Yeah. That's, it's in the text, yeah. but so, it wasn't played up to be funny for the audience. Yeah. The gate, I'll say so that for sure. there, there is a lot of that um, 
in this particular performance and I just thought to myself I didn't get I didn't get that in the last the when I saw it at the gate mm. so I I kind of felt like I saw it in the fresh in fr with fresh new eyes um I think oh what's his name Papa is it yeah I think it was Papa I, I was reading the review what's his it. name Papa I don't know Papa's name is he do keep 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 um I Sorry, I'm not going in, innit? I'm trying, sure. Um <laughs> So who are the other actors in it? Letitia Wright. Letitia Wright, right, okay. Um, is it Jovan uh, Jeremiah? The okay. guy that's in Humans. Right, okay. Um, who else is that? I can't remember the other characters. I didn't bring my notebook with me. Um, but for me, it, the, the Papia? Pa, 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 yeah. pa, you you had actually had it right first time, you know? What's the first name? No, Papa Sadu. Yeah. Oh, Papa Sadu. Yeah. He for me stole the fucking show. Yeah. He was so, phenomenal. Who was he playing? Was he playing the priest? Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Phenomenal. Like, I think when you go in there, you expect like you because you see like, oh, Letitia Wright, you know, she's been in Black Panther, you know, she's the big out star. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Um, is it Papa? Papa. Pa Just say Papa. Just say Papa, yeah. P, Papa. My homie, my dog. Let's say You said it right already. Yeah, I know. I, I don't understand. I'm scared. This. I'm scared. I'm just gonna butcher it even more. Um, yeah, for me, like he's he's quite he's a common known theatre actor. Um, he's done a lot of stuff for the RSC and stuff like that. So I think he's done a lot of Shakespeare stuff. And for me, he stole the show. Like just the way he played the character, I saw a different, I saw a different thing. I just saw something different. That I was just like, he was extremely likable mm. for a strange reason. Okay. Like, like in the last in in the gate one, I didn't really like the priest. He came across as like very naive to the whole colonial setup. Very much yeah. believing it was for him. Yeah, when all every other character around him knew that it was. I think naturally he came across naive and a bit stupid. I think naturally that's just how the character is anyway. Mm. Um, but I love the way that Papa played it. Like I love the way he played the character. I loved like the the comedic timing, especially with between him and Esther and just like his friend as well. It was I just thought it was really great. Um everybody in general was absolutely amazing. Like I've seen like the ratings, I've seen the star ratings, and it's highly deserved. Mm -hmm. I honestly recommend people go and see it. I don't know what the young Vic is doing to us right now, but they're just giving us some fire. And I just, I'm, I'm really here for it. And I'm, I don't even, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to give it five stars. Wow. Wow. History, because in the history of this podcast, I don't think I've had it. Or maybe, maybe I have. I've only given one thing five stars to be fair. Wow. I don't so think, if, and it's if been Jules a couple is saying of seasons. five stars, then, then it's definitely like, check it out. Yeah, stars definitely. Yeah. And it's not, yeah. and it's not necessarily <laughs> because, oh, there's a big, like all of them are big names, but it's not because oh it's got Letitia right in it. I think she was. I thought she was great. And when they were speaking the southern dialect, the southern southern African country that I don't know what particular dialect they were speaking, mm. I was quite impressed. But then I don't know the southern African dialect yeah. to kind of like compare if that makes sense. Mm. They were very good in the one in in the gate was like spot on, like the accent their their accent. Was spot on. I can't tell if the language they got it down, but their accent was unbelievably spot on. Okay, so maybe mm. we can talk about 
what you think of it when you go and see it on Friday. Yeah. Because I'll be interested to see how you feel, feel about it. Yeah. But yeah, so at the moment, number one is the the convert at the Young Vic. Okay. Um, and that's my number one for the year, right. I think, to okay. be honest. Um, and the others are not in any particular order. So, Twelve Night at the Young Vic, again. Can you imagine Shakespeare's fucking on my list? Oh, God. Um, I need to stop swearing. Sorry, guys. Um, the Secret Lives of Baba Shaggy's wives, um, okay. wives, which I saw at the Arcola. Mm-hmm. Um, my Brother Size, which I saw at the Young Vic again. Wow. The Young Vic is really out here. Um, and finally, Nine Nights. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, that's my top five. And then, in my honourable mention, is Misty. And then Hive City presents Hive City Legacy. Mm. So that was the show that Dorcas was in. I thought it was just like a breath of fresh air. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm hoping they will get to do another kind of like a tour or something. Fingers crossed. Mm. And then Ear for an Eye. So those oh, are my honorary. Ear for Eye. Ear for Eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one. those are my five. That was another one that made it into the... Um, yeah. Time Out. Yeah. Time Out. Top 10, top 5. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was. Yeah, so my theater, yeah, my, yeah. I want to, I think I want to go like down to up to talk to about my favorite show okay. at the end. It was a weird, weird year for theater for me. I think I saw like half the theater I usually do in a year. Mm. Can't even tell you why. Can't yeah. even tell you how that happened. I know what you mean. I, d- I don't think I saw a lot of theater this year. I think I saw specifically black shows. That's what I do every year, but I missed everything that everybody ran and raved about. <laughs> I ended up not seeing mm. like so it was really weird. So I didn't see Misty. I didn't see If for I. I didn't see um, uh, Baba Shaggy's Wives. I didn't see none of those shows. It just kind of came and passed me by, which never, never, never happens for me. Um, but I want to give a, a shout out to. I'm going to include it in theater just because when I started doing my theater thread stuff that I guess people in the arts would know me for. Um, I would always include dance and ballet. So mm. I did again for like the third or fourth time see Ballet Black and it never, ever, ever gets boring. They never get boring. They never get, um, they never, at the times that I've seen them, which I get like three or four times, they never stop getting inventive with either their choreography or how they go about storytelling. I was never, I, I, liked dance but i never was like into it into it until i went to see ballet black for the first time and more than anything they they tell stories through their dancing and yeah again it was uh an amazing three was it a three act show this time yeah three acts always a triple bill um that they do and you always get to see them they're always back in the uk they're in the uk at least once a year if not twice so next time they're on i'll probably tweet about it and tell everybody should go Believe me, we should definitely go. One hype, hype, hype thing that I did see, which definitely didn't come out this year, but I bought, in fact, I bought tickets for this. I went, this show, I went with my fiance. I bought tickets for this when I was single. I bought the tickets when I was 25. Wow. I, sh- I saw the show when I was 27. Yeah. Uh-oh. Hamilton. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know, you know. Yeah. And I remember you talking about, um, you talked about it on the last podcast, didn't you? Yeah. Or briefly spoke about it. I didn't spend, I only spent like 70 quid on both tickets. That's not too bad. It's, it's not bad at all. Yeah. My sister, however, saw it for her birthday, 25th birthday. Come and tell you she spent 200 pounds on it. On one ticket? Yeah, just signed her J's. But she was like down there on the floor and she said, yeah, I wanted to go see Hamilton. That's the ticket that was available. Did she say it was worth it? 
Oh yeah, she said it went off. Yeah, yeah. listen, if you make two hundred pounds, it's got to be worth. You yeah. you, you make you make it sure worth you it. make make you it worth make it. Make it worth it. But <laughs> no, it was genuinely worth it. I'm not even the biggest. I'm not the biggest musical fan mm. at all. Um, and by the time it came about, part of me was like, am I here for the hype or you know? Do I enjoy it? But at the end, I actually genuinely enjoyed it. Um, would I say it's like one of the top five shows I've seen ever? No. But is it one of the most entertaining? I've definitely, definitely. Like you'll definitely have a good time watching Hamilton. If, you, if you're like a proper hardcore theatre person, just go and enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? Like Funny switch enough, that part of your brain. Have you seen Hamilton? No, I haven't. One of my work colleagues, um, she was telling me about it. She's seen it three times already. Three times And she's like You should go and see it You should go and see it And she absolutely loved Is it Jamal Westman Is that his name The guy who plays Hamilton Yeah uh, I don't know his name But pff, let's go with that Because I, I think it's Jamal I can't remember I think it Jamal or Jamal um, Yeah she's met him and stuff And I was like Do you know what I'm, I'm going to see if I'm going to try And get him on the show yeah. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm definitely. about to slide into somebody's DMs. Thanks, so anybody, if you know him, if you know Jamal Westman and expect let him know he might get a DM from Artistic State of Mind, aka Jules. And ask, come ask on the him show. one of the two nights of the year that he's not performing. Poor, performing to come to the podcast. Like, <laughs> don't sleep. Instead of sleeping. Yeah, instead of yeah. chilling, come and record with us. Come into our this studio. Is, this is more important than your sleep. And chat on the mic <laughs> <laughs> about the singing that you do. Exactly. 20 times a week. <laughs> How about that? How does that sound? Wow. Anyway, you know but what? Yeah. We've got, we got to put in more positivity in the atmosphere. Absolutely. i got to put more positivity in the atmosphere. Absolutely. We'll have him here where Steven is right now. He'll be there. There, there. Is. there yeah. is, yeah. Talking about Alexander Hamilton um, and uh, Windrush Square. Was uh, another show that I wanted to shout out. Um, so, did you see or even hear about Windrush Square? Uh, I didn't see it, but I heard about Small it. Small touring show, yeah. yeah. I went and reviewed it. Um, it was the kind of show that didn't get a lot of hype, and not. It, it's the kind of show that I appreciated seeing because I only ended up seeing it because someone in the cast basically invited me to review it. So, I mean, that's not the only reason I'm giving them a shout. I'm giving them a shout out because. Uh, it's easy to, on a show like this and in the influencer sphere, however you take mm-hmm. whatever you take that to mean, to talk about the shows that do get a lot of the hype, that do have the big marketing machines uh, behind them. I actually forget that specifically for black theater, having shows that go around the country uh, presenting a recognizable uh, and very real representation of what it is to be black and British uh in times gone and in times right now, I think that's that's super important. And a lot of these shows are more accessible, both financially and um, geographically. They're not, it's great to see stuff in the West. And I love it when, you know, stuff like Barbershop Chronicles, Nine Night, um, Misty gets, you know, transferred over to the West End. That's great for the culture or whatever. But for one reason or another, that is not, are always accessible to people. They, they, they in institutions and in buildings where a lot of our people feel like they don't belong. You know, to be quite frank. So when I went uh, to see um, Windrush Square, all of that kind of it reminded me of the reasons why I'm so passionate about you know black theater, and it's not always about getting you know black work out there in quote unquote white spaces. Um, it's actually you know a community it actually can feel quite small and communal and actually be very impactful 
in what it's doing. But now that was my number one show. My number one show was one I saw way back in February. Uh, one that did actually, it was very, very well reviewed. Um, but did think really, it kind of just fell uh, out of the radar. I don't know why. I don't understand why, because it was a really good show. Um, Twilight, Los Angeles, 1992. Oh. Uh, partially probably because it's not a new show. Uh, it was written mm-hmm. in, in, I think it was first performed in 93 or 94. It's about, it's about the LA riots in 1992 that happened after, I think a lot of people have seen the video of um, Rodney King mm-hmm. getting beaten by four or five white police officers. Yeah. So those police officers were found not guilty. Mm. And it wasn't, it, that was uh, an incident that ended up sparking uh, the 1992 LA race riots. Mm-hmm. So it's a one woman show. Um. That was at the gate, wasn't it? That was that was at the gate. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite theaters, actually. So it's a one-woman show, and she plays, I think, 14 characters uh, in and around L- in LA at that time. And it goes from um white police officers, black, uh, I think there's like a black congresswoman in there. Uh, I think there's like a black parent in there. Uh there was a Korean shop owner, which is really relevant because one of the Incidents of kind of racial that uh, racial tension mm. was a black girl basically a black girl went into uh, a shop owned by a Korean uh, and in LA I think at that time and now a lot of shops in black areas are owned by Koreans when a shop owned by a Korean on the CCTV it looks like there's a bit of a slight there's a not very positive interaction between the two yeah um but nothing too violent. The girl turns her head, turns around to leave the store. And then the Korean woman picks up a gun from underneath and shoots her right in the back of the head, kills mm-hmm. her clean. And, and that's not fictionalized. That's something that actually happened mm-hmm. in LA. Uh, and they, so she plays characters from the Korean community uh, talking about how, you know, they feel about, uh, about members of the black community. What I really loved about it was, I have a great admiration for one-person shows because I think it's, for me, I think I said it in the review I wrote, it is the equivalent of, it's for me, it's the theatrical equivalent of like doing a triathlon, right. you know? It is, you can always, every time I've seen a one-person show, you can literally see the perspiration dripping from the actor's face, especially if they've done it well. It takes such endurance to do. Uh, and then to do that and do it well, she uh, Nina Bowers was the actress. Every time she skipped from one character to another, you t- she totally embodied uh, a different character. She's like a slender mixed race woman, but when she was speaking as a white police officer who has conducted racial brutality against black people, the, the physicality she embodied that that image actually embodied the, the the kind of typical overpowering white masculine presence that that character, that person in real life would have. And I found that very, very impressive. And I, the lighting as well, that's something I picked up on as well, the lighting in it, which is something not many people talk about when they review shows. It was, I was going to say it's like this room, but the audience won't see this room. So it wasn't totally like blackout, um, dim which meant you can always always connect 
with the the actress, it felt like the separation between performer and audience was actually much uh, thinner, much dimmer than it usually is. Usually it's like you're sitting back in the theatre and there's a performance right happening uh, in front of you and you're very much removed from the experience. And this wasn't that at all. And I love that. Again, like one of the reasons I love theatre so much um, and why it's probably my favourite medium is uh, the fact that you're watching something happen there. And when you can see uh, uh, what the actor's doing, the actor's process right happening in front of you, and more than that, you can see other audience members and what's happening with them. When you see a play that's very much about racial tension, let's be honest, you're never going to be in an all-black audience in somewhere like The Gate. So there was nowhere for people to hide. There was nowhere for people to hide when stuff that was uncomfortable was said. There was nowhere for me to hide when stuff that was said that made me think, yeah, well, you know, F them. You, you know, when you're angry, basically, as a black person, you're angry. I couldn't hide that feeling and, and you know, turn to um, the person I was with. I think I was on the fiance again, but I couldn't turn to her and go, yeah, typical. It was like, if I did that, everyone would see me. And I kind of liked that feeling of being exposed. So for me, yeah, that was definitely my favorite play of uh, 2018, Twilight, Los Angeles, 1992, at the gate. Cool. Yeah. I was going to say, um, moving on swiftly, should we go to our films? Yes, please. Let's keep it short and sweet. Oh yeah. Short I spoke a lot there. I, I thought, <laughs> I thought Drew was going to come and, you know, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> At least shoot me a look or something. You can't, you can't let me talk about my favorite plays and not stop me. It could be the whole <laughs> podcast. We all have our things in it. So yeah, I've got I can I can go on a long time for music. You can go on for theatre. Jules can probably go on for theatre as well if no I can go on for everything, but so, you know, yeah. we ain't gonna do that. Nah, not music. Nah, you ain't yeah, bar music. You ain't got it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, we're doing films now. So yeah. Jules, you wanna start with yours? What's, Absolutely. What's um so I've only got three. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't feel like I've watched a lot of films this year. Um, but I think we can all testify um, to one of the biggest films, which is Black Panther. Wakanda Forever. Wakanda yeah. Forever. One of the biggest um, films of the year. One of the b- biggest films of the year that yeah. people are still talking about. Mm-hmm. That's also kind of like received some Oscar nominations for its soundtrack. It has. So, you know, that's, that's, it's, it's and costume as well. Mm-hmm. Costume, hair, hair and makeup, makeup yeah. which is fantastic. Um, I had the pleasure. I think I've seen it. Have, have I seen it three or four times? Oh, wow. I think I've seen it three or four. I think I've seen it four times. Um, and each time I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I didn't get the DVD. I don't think I would get the DVD. I don't, I don't have a DVD player, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, Ocean 8. Ocean, um, Oceans Oceans 8 right. Was it 8? Oceans yeah, it 8 it, yeah. Yes Which is the all, all women I don't like to say the word female okay. All women cast um, Basically I think it's the kind of like the The after Kind of like Oceans 11 12 and 13 yeah. And it's based around I can't remember the brother's sister George Clooney's character's Sister Sister who happens to also be kind of like a heist queen. Yes. Um, and they basically, she gets um, a group of other women to basically pull off this kind of like jewelry, kind of like robbing this kind of like Cartier. Is it Cartier or? Yeah. Cartier. 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 Yeah, one Cartier. Of the, yeah, yeah. One of the most expensive Cartier. necklace mm-hmm. to the point where it's kind of saved in a, in a basement 
And it has its own security guard mm-hmm. It was like I really enjoyed the film I just like seeing all Like all women cast It just brings so much joy to me And I really enjoyed that film And finally The Equalizer 2 Because Because that was a really good film And I just like Denzel Yeah <laughs> Simple A lot of bone cracking And bone cracking smashing and... Yeah I, I just think Den, Denzel just plays A killer really well But a, he plays a bad Good killer really well Yeah And he plays a bad Bad killer In training day too so, Really yeah. well yeah, yeah really well Yeah he does it quite well <laughs> So um, um, who, Who's going next Sorry <laughs> Just nearly pulled Well the with table. films Yeah uh, I can go. Yeah, can I had go Black ahead. Panther. No, yeah. obvious reasons. Mm. More of a at the time it came out, definitely more of a, a movement than a film. I think it's fair to say, hundred percent. Um, a seminal. It was a seminal moment in in pop pop culture, black pop culture. Um, and Infinity War, mm. mainly because of the, the ending. If if you don't know how it ends, then boy, I don't, don't know where <laughs> you've been. But again, a seminal kind of it's turned into a meme. That's continued beyond the film i think even today i saw someone you know they disappeared when they've that disappeared yeah. and i saw someone use that meme today <laughs> and that movie came out what before the summer yeah yeah um but my oh, hold on hold on wait oh yeah my number one film again all the films i saw this year in mm. the cinema were like your big blockbuster yeah things i ain't seen anything art house and cool mm. uh incredibles 2 incredibles 2 oh, yeah. nice nice incredibles 2 i so did not i did not expect it to be as good as the first one, you know, mm. I went there thinking, you know what, be half as good, I'll be, I'll be all right. It's better. It's actually a better film. Dealt with themes that are very relevant mm. for our, our current world. Um, I think the, the 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 main villain was called the Screen Slaver, yes, yeah, which I don't even need to I don't even need to expand on mm. why that's relevant yeah. for for twenty eighteen going into twenty nineteen, and yeah, just all the elements that that made the first film likable were continued here. Uh, new characters developed Great villain mm. Yeah cool. Do you guys think it was worth the wait though? Uh, what? Uh, what 14, yes 14 years? 14 yeah years. I think so You know why? Because Golly. Sequels didn't used to This whole thing of a sequel coming out Like for That's true it, it, that's, that, that's a new thing mm. That's a very very new thing My favourite My two favourite sequels are um, The Godfather Part 2 And Terminator 2 And they came out like I think 10 and 12 years after the original mm. something like that so long sequels is um it used to be the way things were done yeah and i think you know, it gives it gives the original time to seep into the culture like let the people miss it yeah before yeah we've wrapped up the first one now mm. uh we're gonna start filming the next one <laughs> nah that's too much man okay Cool. So Incredibles 2 was definitely was top of your list. 100%. Nice, nice. Well, so Incredibles 2 was on my list. Um, Black Panther was also on my list. Um, I, for, for me, and the number one film that I saw, actually Avengers was also on my list as well. So we have very, very similar tastes, which is great, Charma. Um, another one on my list was Isle of Dogs, which was kind of a stop motion animated science fiction film and directed by Wes Anderson. Um, I love the guy. He, I feel like he makes he makes art, which which is film and TV and music and theater, which is all art. But I feel like he actually makes art in terms of if you were to freeze frame a particular scene, it just looks purely cinematic, which which all films should. But um, I love Dog was definitely on my list. But my number one film I'll say for this year is. It's not something that was known. It did come out in, in, in cinemas and people, some people did watch it, but it wasn't a film that 
a lot of people um, talked about. Um, it's called the film's called Searching. Um, it starred um, actor John Cho, and it's just about how him he's he's a father looking for his daughter that went missing, and all the the way this story unfolds, it's all done through screen. So it's all done through a, maybe a phone screen, a computer screen, um, maybe a yeah. So just phone screen, a computer screen, and the way everything unfolds through that screen and how the way social media works and how, you know, if you were a father and you had a daughter that was maybe the age of 16, 17 and how you would monitor her and see um, what she's been up to and how to find her if she was to go missing. It's a brilliant film and I love the way it was directed and the way it was shot and the plot twists it had were pretty surprising. I usually feel like I can read out a film maybe halfway through to see where it's going, but this one, I, I didn't know where it was going and I really, really enjoyed it. So Searching is number one on my list. I didn't hear about that film, but hearing about it now. Mm. I, yeah, I, awesome. I actually I'm saw sure. it. I saw the trailer on quite a few films that I went to see in the cinema and I was like, oh, that looks really interesting. I'll definitely go and see it. And then Stephen was like, oh, Dorcas said, go and see this film. It's so good. And you watched it. And you're yeah. like, oh my God, it's so good. Yeah. I think from the trailers, it looks really interesting mm. and it doesn't look like it gives too much away to you as well. Yeah, I don't want to give anything away in it, but yeah, it's just it's just incredible to see how, you know, us being on social media and how people can sometimes abuse that in some kind of way or take advantage of that. Um, it's, it's a very, very interesting story and I definitely recommend you guys to see it. Cool. And talk about it sometime. But yeah. Cool, nice. So that looks like it. I think we all sim- we all had similar kind of things on yeah, our list. We're on the same it was difficult though. because like I don't know whether this this year for film it's been exactly kind of like big. Um and normally kind of like thinking about all the Oscar buzz and like mm-hmm. films that have kind of like because the nominations are slowly coming out for the Golden Globes and the um the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's anything in particular that I've think that has stood out for me well bar a star is born which i haven't seen mm. um which is the film that bradley cooper directed i think that was his um debut di- di- and direct- also it's also in lady gaga lady right? gaga as well so that received kind of like and all spike lee's film black kkk black black, black, black Klansman. yeah um apparently that that's i think I that's potentially that. got that. some nominations as well mm. And I don't know if sorry, sorry if I bothered you. Sorry if I bothered yeah. you. Yeah. Is With it? Lakeith, Lakeith Stanfield? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. that's directed by, oh, what's that guy's name? Boots Riley. Right. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Um, so again, I think there's, I, I, there's a lot of films I would like to see. And maybe over the Christmas period, I'll mm-hmm. get the opportunity to see quite a few that I didn't get to see throughout the year. And yeah, and stuff. Cool. But anyway, moving on. Yeah. TV shows now. This is my ballpark because I've watched a lot of them. Seems like you have. I really have. Um, I love a good TV show. Mm. Um, I'm going to list all of them, but I'm going to talk about one in particular. So starting from the bottom all the way to the top. um, My fifth one is Homecoming, which uh, stars Julia Roberts and is on Amazon Prime. It's a 30 minute kind of like show, which is based on a um, podcast. Um, I just love the way it's cinematically kind of like filmed. It's not your, it's not shot in your stereotypical way of a TV show. So it's got some really edgy kind of like shots, very kind of like aerial shots and stuff like that. So it's really, really good. Anyway, my fourth one is The Good Fight, 
which had season one. So it's the um, the spin-off of The Good Wife. So I don't know if you guys know The Good Wife. I've heard yeah. of The Good Wife. Yeah, yeah. so they have a spin-off called The Good Fight and that's equally as good. Mm. Um, really, really enjoy it. I love, I love a show about law and lawyers and, you know... I retract my statement, all of that shit. Does it make you feel like you, you could be a lawyer yourself? Yes, but I know <laughs> it's the lawyer. The loyal life is not for me, mm. but it's a really good show. Um, now, okay, the, the third this one seems like it's going to be controversial. No, the third one or... is Sisters. Okay, which is a Netflix series, which is I think it's an Australian. Um, so Netflix picked it up from an Australian's. Um, I think kind of like studio or whatever and it's basically about these three sisters and one in particular her dad basically is like this kind of like guy who has started up this sperm bank but he basically inseminated like a lot of like the people that had come there to get pregnant Hmm. so he used his own sperm for a lot and so he ends up having like a hundred and something kids and the only one girl, she thought she was the only child and she finds out she has like a hundred and something brothers and sisters and then she ends up getting close to two of them in particular. Anyway, it's a really good show. If you're into kind of like this quirky, weird kind of like, I'm not sure, but I'm intrigued. It's a really good show to watch. Um, my second show is Killing Eve. Blah. Amazing. Mm. Fucking good. Such a good show. Have you seen it, Steven? I've not seen it. Shame yet. on nah, you. Nah, watch, watch it. Shame on you. It's worth watching. watching. I think it's on, it's on Netflix outside the UK, isn't it? Yeah. 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 But it's on BBC iPlayer in, in the, the UK. UK. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of those shows where I need not say any words, just go and watch it. It is such a great show. Like, I love seeing like women just owning shit. And both characters are equally amazing in their own rights. Like, the two main kind of like characters. Now, one of them is cool. One of them is annoying. I'll one of them is annoying, you. but she plays annoying well. Yeah. We have to give it to her. She plays yeah, annoying well. She's also annoying. Um, and my first one is A Million Little Things. Um, and the reason why it's my top kind of like top show for the year for me is that I happen to have come across it randomly. Um, and it's one of those shows that tackles mental health, especially within the male kind of like um, perspective. Um, and you don't see that every day, kind of like, especially in TV shows and stuff like that. But then it kind of broadens out to like their families and how family members deal with it. Um, basically, it's about one friend who has on the outside has his life together. Everyone sees him. He's very kind of like the great friend. He's the great father. He's the great husband. And just one day just commits suicide. So no one knows why he's committed suicide. Mm. So all his friends come together and they try to be there for each other a little bit more and be there for each other's families. But then there's also a million little things that kind of make a lot of kind of like the trickle things of life. I've heard about this show. Is it on Netflix? No. Oh, it's not. It's not on Netflix. It's an American show. So oh, okay. But it's one of those, it, yeah. those ones where if you see it, you see it. If you don't, you don't. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, secret code right there. But A Million Little Things is one of those shows. I was hoping that my network where I work would buy it, but I don't know. But it's a good show. Right. You should be the um, the person. That- I don't think we have a channel that suits it very well. I see. Because it's very male kind of like, it's drama, but it's male skewed, if that makes sense. Dave, innit? 
Dave is more comedy. Yeah, but you know, it's not a comedy serious. show. It's a serious show. Yeah, time to get serious. It would just be game. weird. People like people that do watch Dave would be like, "Oi, what the hell is that doing on there? <laughs> What's that about?" Or excuse me, why is this show on this channel? Not oi. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. People, 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 people watch Dave. People watch Dave. You're like, oh, you saw this thing. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 you get a, I, I would say. You might get like a, a five percent. Audience. A different audience. Five percent. It brings in all kinds of people. Okay. Just all right. But yo, those, those are my top, my top five shows. So that's Homecoming. Um, what did I say? The Good Fight season two. Killing Eve. Sisters, Killing Eve and a million little things. Okay. Stephen, over to you. Over to me, right? Okay, so my well, I'm going to go through a list and just tell you talk a bit about my number one. So um, I would say Ballers is a HBO hit, actually a hit HBO TV show. Um, it stars Dwayne the Rock Johnson and just goes around plays this agent, um, agent as in sports agent for like NFL players, and he's just he always every single episode. He always you looks like filthy rich for some weird reason, and I don't know I don't know why that plays into the story in any kind of way. But the way they just show this kind of glamorous life of an of a sports agent is pretty cool. And yeah, it's been going for like four seasons now. And for you to go four seasons on HBO, it's a big deal. So yeah, definitely check it out if you want. I um, think only only Game of Thrones has managed to 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 hit that one. Yeah, with the, yeah. Past the four seasons, they're, they're still going. Because H- H- HBO is notorious for just, just acting shows. Yeah, literally one or two seasons. If you ain't hitting those numbers, now nah, you're, you're, you're right. See you later. Bitch. <laughs> um, so next next thing, um, Black Lightning season two. Um, I still watch it. Still Ugh. great. It's on Netflix. Check it out if you want to. Boo. Um, she doesn't like superhero films or or TV shows in That's any kind of way. Lot, but whatever. Um, next one for me, how to go, how to get away with murder. Um, Viola Davis always kills it, and Rock the hatred over there. She she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't appreciate good shows. That's no, but funny. actually, funny enough, I do watch How to Get Away with Murder, so I might go back and watch that again. So it's not like I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. I do. Yeah. They're currently on season four, um, or season five, season four, and um, yeah, still still going, still all just madness happen happening every single episode, and Shonda Rhimes, I guess, still plays a part in it, and you can just see it in the writing and. The way the story goes, unfolds. But um, my number one um, is... Actually, I've got two more. But another one, just a, a mention, I guess. Terrace House is on Netflix. The season's called Opening New Doors. Um, awesome real- Japanese reality show. And my number one, I would say, is Atlanta season two. Um, just because of Donald Glover. He is the man and he does his thing. And also like Lakeith. And also like, I forgot the other actor's name. But... It's a great show. And if you haven't seen it, I would say just watch one episode of it. Season two, the episode's called um, Teddy Perkins. If you watch the episode and you're not freaked out by the end of it, by the end of it, then there's something wrong with you. But yeah, watch that episode. I love if I'm not freaked out by it. Have I you seen it like no, season two? I haven't actually. Okay, Chum, have you seen it? Nah, I saw season one and season two, but season two is, is Christmas break. That's a motive still. Yeah. It's, motive it's, still. It's, it's a really good show. Yeah. So yeah, that's me. I'll try to plow through my ones quickly. Mm. Uh, Killing Eve is on my list. Mm, very, very close to my number one show. Very, very close. Mm. Um, for all the reasons Jules already said, to be honest. Uh, and then the rest, the rest are actually animated shows on Netflix, funny enough. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. F is for Family. Did you have it? Has anyone ever I've seen heard of it. F is for Family. Yeah. Um, I think the first season was kind of like, uh, I don't want to say it's like a, the first season was not as good. It was funnier, but not as good as the second season. Mm. The second season, 
uh, is all of these are serial, which is what I like about them. Like the story follows on from the previous episode. So it's not like uh, a, random. a sitcom. It's not a sitcom and you just can sit down and watch it. If you sat down and watched it, you wouldn't fully get everything that's going yeah. on. But yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a, it's basically like a, a middle-class Irish-American family in the 70s growing up. Dad swears a lot and drinks a lot. Mum's pregnant. Uh, their marriage is falling apart. And their kids... So the, 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 the thread of the, of the series is they've got three kids... The first born is 14 and all of them feel basically like their parents are ignoring them because their marriage is falling apart and they're more focused on the kid that's coming. Okay. Yeah, that's that's kind of the thread of it. Cool. Um, oh, I forgot the name of it now. The show I was going to talk about. Oh, no, I have a Big Mouth. Did anyone oh, see Big, Big Mouth? Mouth? Yep, seen it. Seen Big season Mouth, season yeah. Two. Yeah, season two. Yeah. Season two, like th- th- the first half of it, I thought it was typical Big Mouth. Mm-hmm. The second half of it seemed like it's going in. Um, so one of the themes, I think, in a lot of Netflix shows was kind of uh, LGBT visibility. Mm-hmm. And that was something that Big Mouth did, but in a not, it didn't feel to me at least in a, look at this thing that we're doing yeah. type of way. It was more in a kind of, there is a obviously like gay character mm-hmm. in it, but the rep- the way it was represented was represented through the character you least expected yeah. to kind of, yeah. And like, I don't want to spoil it, but it's the character you least expect is a character that ends up kind of being one of the most interesting ones mm-hmm. towards the end of it, which is something I really appreciated. But for me, the best show of 2018 show I enjoyed the most easily Bojack Horseman. Okay. I don't think I've seen an animated show that even touches it in terms wow. of storyline complexity, in terms of um, in terms of theme, in terms of character development. I've never seen a show. I've very few shows in general mm. are as good in terms of character development. Uh, the thread of this show is basically Bojack, the main character. He's a horse who's a big film and TV star is just off his face on drugs. His world is always falling apart in, in every epi- in, in every series. But in this series, he's off his face on painkilling drugs, which is weirdly relevant relevant mm-hmm. with the whole opioid crisis in America. Um, if you don't know, look it up. And it's it, it, it kind of goes in between like reality and it gets, the show gets more messed up as his drug habit gets messed up and as his... Basically, you almost don't know whether you're seeing things through his world or or that what's happening in the actual world or through his drug-filled world. Mm. Um, Issa Rae makes a cool cameo in it for a few episodes nice. uh, as a therapist. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's just without... It, it's, it's so hard to break down mm. why that show is so good. Yeah. Uh, you're not, you're, you're not going to laugh watching it. It is pretty heavy. Um, you laugh at one or two things, but as soon as you start to laugh, you realize that this is actually not that funny. This is actually a very messed up situation for that character. And for a show where the characters are like talking horses and cats and and basically talking animals and mm-hmm. humans in the same kind of universe, mm. for a show with that kind of, you know, setup and art style to be so serious and so impactful, I think that takes some quality skills by the writers so mm. yeah very very good show my favorite show easily of nice. what's, what season are you on at the moment 
Uh, season so six. Season it was the one that's wow, just wrapped up. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been going for six seasons. Wow. Yeah. Must be, it must be good then. If they're, if they're going for six seasons, it must be Oh, it's really, really good. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Cool. Uh so we've done theater, we've done film, we've mm-hmm. done TV shows. So what's next on the what's next we've on got this? albums. We've got albums, which for is twenty eighteen kind of music. Okay. Which cool. falls into music. Now I don't mind you guys because obviously this is your these are your powerhouses and I probably won't really say much about the ones that I like but yeah do your thing guys I'll leave this one to you how did you go about this because for me it was difficult you know because I I don't really listen to music in terms of like uh how it cut like how it comes out I try to more now Mm -hmm. for the show so that I can come and talk about what's latest out there whatever whatever Mm. um but then I try to go, you know how Spotify, I don't know if you got Spotify. But you know how it does your end of year one top 100 yep. played? Yep. Yeah, that's so trash. Because I thought, let me just go through my 100. It's not trash. But in terms of doing this, it's trash because a lot of my top played tracks were the music I listened to in the gym. Right. So I'm like, right, 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 right. just bare AJ Tracy. Like, I like AJ <laughs> Tracy, but that's not, that's not like the music that mm. really popped my yeah. year. So number one, I just went, my, my number one album, I just went to the one that I literally have listened to, um, when it first came out and I was like, this is really, really cool. Then when I was kind of off it and everyone was off it and I'm, I'm just like, oh, I'm just going back to it. Whatever mood, whatever's in going through my life, mm. I've just gone back to it. Geography by Tom Mish. Mish? Tom Mish, yeah. Okay. Tom Mish, yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah, honestly, I've just found myself always, even yesterday mm-hmm. when I was going through my top 100, I was yeah. like, there's got to be some geography here. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. Found it, listened to it. So it's that simple. Something about the album just really um, caught me. It's okay. cool mellow uh jazz vibey type of uh type of flex there and i just yeah i've just enjoyed it from the from the moment it came out up until like yesterday and i'm probably gonna listen to more of it on the way home um shout outs to her parts one and two Mm um i used to know her her, parts one and two um slight side eye to her herself Because I was supposed to go. I had to, yeah. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day show. Because I remember you talking about it and I was like, yeah, I might get some tickets. Cancelled. She cancelled. She cancelled the Valentine's Day show. So that's boom, plans out the window. Now man's got to find something else to do that day. That's crazy. So what was her reason? I haven't even seen it, you know. Gosh. Just got email one time saying, oh, you're booking at Hammersmith Apollo has been uh, done. And you're going to get your money back. I'm like, that must have been annoying. Like, come on, it was very annoying. It's still annoying now because I haven't found uh, something to do with it. Mm. One that was on me and and and, and uh, Juliana's lists, Saturn by Neo. Yep. Vibe. Uh, artist who I am hopefully still going to see. Please, please, please don't cancel. Um, <laughs> like I said, when I reviewed the album first time, I love when an artist that I already like mm. comes up with new music that makes me feel this isn't just you redoing, like remaking the same album. Yeah. And I still dig you. Mm. Uh, and then another one I spoke about in this show, which so have you have you guys seen the Mariah Carey thing that's happening on TFL? No. no. So in certain stations, you know the um please stand back. Mm-hmm. Um please mind the closing doors and stand behind you, blah, 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 blah. Some of those are going to be replaced by Mariah Carey's voice. I hope just for Christmas. Just for Christmas, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That will as a promotional. Oh, for as a promotional sake. thing. But I don't even mind that because she's promoting caution. And I love that. 
problem. So I'm like, this is all right. I listened to Caution it's, actually. It's actually got a few bangers on it. It's got it. a couple bangers in it. Yeah, it, it. I was it made surprised. Me feel nostalgic, definitely. It went from nostalgic, but not like, oh, you're trying to yeah. hold yeah. on to past glories. Mm. Like, yeah. It banged, which I did say on this show, so you can listen back. I'm not just being like, oh, <laughs> so yeah, I think those are my albums. Okay, nice, nice, nice. If you with, with Tom Mitch, if you would mm. say one track that stood out for you, it's my number one track of the year. And yeah. again, I wanted to pick something you know, cool basically, mm-hmm. but it's movie, movie, movie. Oh, my wow. number one track of the year, it's a wow. track that I've just whatever mood I'm in, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, I can be super happy, super depressed, mm-hmm. super like. For whatever mood I'm in, I'm yeah. always going back and listening to movie. Nice. Steven's in heaven right now because he's going to have a conversation about music and I don't have a clue who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about? No. Right. No, no she's going to know. She's going to Jed. She's going to Jed. Know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jules, let's, let's, go, let's, let's see what, you, what you're saying about Okay, this. so um, my albums, well, this was quite difficult actually for me. Surprisingly, right? Very well, I don't listen to that much music. Um, in no particular order, um, my first one is, is it Nao? Nao, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, one time I called her Nano. Oh, I'm not even surprised. So embarrassed. <laughs> um, Nao, Saturn. My favourite track was Drive and Disconnect, but then I like Curiosity. Mm. Like, the vocals on that, when she goes, I'm not even going to try and nah, do it. Do, 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 no, go no, no, on, no, 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 I'm not going to say when she goes really high and then she starts singing Curiosity, I'm like, damn, girl, you got me all feeling all kind of ways. But yeah, um, Western, is it double take? It's double, I think it's double, I thought it was oak. I don't know. But double oak? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What yeah, it is, but the yeah. thing is, I came across this album quite late. Mm-hmm. So Steve was like, oh yeah, Western's album is all right, you know. Western's album is all right. I was like, okay, let me give it a listen. And... I listened to the whole thing. I was like, oh, this is a vibe. And there's a couple of tracks that I ended up putting on the play- playlist that I really enjoyed. Mm. I think what I do is when I really enjoy an album and mm. I enjoy quite a few tracks, I end up putting in a playlist right. um, with other songs and then put it together in this, like my gym playlist. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, no, I was really impressed. My favorite song is Love Sick. Um, and oh, what's that? Love sick, love struck. Love struck. Yeah, I was thinking with T was Savage <laughs> and Mr. Yeezy. Mr. Easy, yeah. Mr. Ye- e- whoa, same Easy. difference. Easy. Easy. Wow, 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 wow. <sighs> Shall we just go to Stephen? No, no, no. Is... <laughs> no, I haven't finished. <laughs> something mad. Um, and I, I forgot this album came out this year, and I absolutely loved it. Mm. Tiana Taylor, keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Wicked. Mm. Like I'm so upset it's not long enough. I'm so upset that Kanye West messed up on some of the samples mm. because apparently there's more. There was supposed to be more songs on there, um, but Rose in Harlem favorite track. I remember you recommending that song a while ago. Yes, um, favorite track. Still enjoy it now. Um, there's a couple of videos where I'm actually singing along to it. And I'm like, ah, babe. Um, but yeah, next one, the Carters' "Love Is Everything." I only really liked half of this album. Mm. I, there's there's a stop mark where I stop listening to the album. I don't think I get to the end of the album. Like I listen to it all throughout. Oh, Chama's not impressed. Um, no, but there is some good tracks on there. Don't get me wrong. Like it's different for Beyonce. Um, but yeah, love is everything. Um, the weekend, my dear melancholy. This is. Oh wow! Yeah. I. Mm. Yeah. Was like this is the old weekend. This is the weekend I've missed and loved. Like that album to me was like 
it was basically like the old stuff. Well, like House of Balloons. Yes. I was listening to House of Balloons last week. No I was listening, I was listening to House of Balloons last week as So if well. you're telling me this is Old Weekend and I come and, and listen to it and I don't Steven, get that vibe. do you vibe. not find it was the Old Weekend a little I, bit? It wasn't, well, for me, it, it didn't have that much replay value, unfortunately. For me, that's what I personally oh, believe. But yeah, some people, yeah, some people like, some people did say in, in terms of what the weekend did with that with that project, it did remind them of the Old Weekend. And it did, because like when, I don't like the whole, the, the whole dance in there. He, he, I don't know what he was trying to do. The Michael Jackson that. tribute thing that he's been doing. Yeah, <laughs> I just didn't get it. But my, my dear Melancholy is just like, there's a couple of tracks on there. I'm just like, oh, wow. Yeah, this is definitely hmm. nostalgia of original The weekend. Hmm. And finally... Actually, my special mention is um, Pusha T, Daytona. You'll be surprised, right? Um, Just a special honorable mention. Nothing really. My hip-hop heads, uh, friends have been going on about that for a time. No, I really liked it. I think think for me, Pusha T is one of those rappers that I can hear. I can hear every single word he's saying. Yeah. That's okay. it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> There's nothing else to say to that. To be fair, and obviously J Cole. Um, everyone else sounds like mumble rappers right. to me. So with that, Jake, Jake, you said J Cole. J Cole's album came out. Yeah, I haven't listened to you it. Listened I'm to not going to lie hmm. to you. Interesting. Okay. I fair do enough. have it on my, my my Apple Music, but I haven't listened to it. But yeah, Stephen, give it to us. Um, oh I man, appreciate. I I'm not going to talk too much. I'm just going to say the albums and yeah, but um, no. In no particular order, because there is an order on this. Um, my, well, number five, number one, whatever you want it to be, um, is Jonathan McReynolds, and the album's called um, Make Room. It's a gospel acoustic album. Um, it's performed live, and it is really good. It's Grammy-nominated, which is awesome for him as well, which should, should get him a few more um, fans and like outreach in terms of you know the people he's trying to, to touch. Um, but yeah. Awesome album. What else is on my list? Angel. Um, he released a project called Yo. Uh, yeah, man. It was a very, really well put together album. Definitely. Um, if people know Angel, he was kind of big. He had one few, he had a few hits and then he kind of disappeared for a bit and then he came back again and uh, made a few more songs and he came back mm. again with this project. Um, I don't know how many tracks are on there, maybe like 17 tracks or so, but each of them have some particular theme and it all surrounds, it all talks about, you know, him loving a woman, being from a woman and there's also interludes in there. God, you got to love interludes. Right? I hate fucking interludes. Yeah, no, I don't really like them myself, but... Especially <laughs> ones that is talking about where someone's on the phone talking shit. Voice, I hate yeah, voice voice interludes. Yeah, voice note interludes. Oh, voice note interludes. Oh, so annoying. Gosh. The I don't want to hear this. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, so there's quite a few of those in, on the on the album, but um, I like that the theme of the album is all about a woman, him being with a woman, and you know things you go through with a woman and stuff like that, and yeah, so um, that was one album on my list. What else was on there? Um, PJ Morton, Gumbo Unplugged. That's that is PJ Morton is a artist, recording artist that performs with Maroon Five. I don't know if people know this, but he's the black guy in Maroon 5. The only black guy in Maroon 5. Maroon 5 has a black guy. They yeah. do have a black guy. I didn't know that. I was super PJ Morton. Oh, was he play the guitar? No, no. Oh. Uh, no, he's... In the background. I, I, think, he, he, like... I think he plays He plays the keys in... in... But that, I might be wrong, what, though. At, one time in the video, was he playing the keys by hand? 
Maybe, yeah, maybe. You and might then be. he's like, maybe a guitar, a guitar. A guitar. Yeah. Is that, okay, yeah, because then I do. I think I do know who you're talking about. Then. Yeah. So um, BJ Morton put out an album. He had an album called Gumbo, um, which was Grammy nominated last year. So he put out an unplugged version, which is an acoustic version. Um, he had a few singers come on um, a few of the tracks. Did that include got, um, Adam Levine? It, no, it didn't. Oh wow! It had um, um, an artist called Yeba Smith. It had um, oh my god, I forgot his name now. BJ BJ this. The, the kid, Chicago. BJ the Chicago. Yep. Yeah. Um, and a few other rappers that came on there as well. And the album got nominated for another Grammy. So Gumbo and Plugs got nominated for another Grammy, which is amazing for him. Hopefully, he actually wins something, you know. Um, but yeah, great, great R&B album. And yeah, um, what else? So, do you reckon this? he's the king of R&B? No. Okay. The, I'm not going to get into that. Let's, let's <laughs> sorry, not. Sorry, I just, we'll be I'm, here for I'm a just going to every anytime I hear R&B, I'm just going to plug that. <laughs> um, he's got a one track called Creators that. Have you yes. heard Craters? I think I have. It was, yeah, it's it's, a, it's an old one though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's an old one. Yeah, but that 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 song, because of recent life events, has mm-hmm. got very 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 deep meaning for me. So, oh wow! Yeah, yeah, wow, that's that's good. That you know, yeah. a song that I can still connect with you, if, yeah. even if it's pretty pretty. Well, I don't say it's pretty old because I don't know how old it is, but mm. you know, having songs like that, it's new in my life. Yeah, and like it was introduced uh, to me by mm. my significant other. So nice. yeah, it's it's. Yeah, it's a song that probably on the big day in mm-hmm. the future. Probably. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! We hearing yeah. we hearing songs that are coming up on the wedding yeah, playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, but there's oh, a long dang. there's a long way to go before that's filled out. But yeah, okay. that song means a lot to me. Craters by R. P. J. Morton. Yeah, nice, nice. Okay, um, what else on my list? Okay, so I have Corey Henry, um, the guy I adore, multi um keyboard player. But he came, he he released a seven track. I would say EP because it's not a full track like album, but um, yeah, with the Funk Apostles and it's called um, Art of Love. And my last one is Lewis Cole and it's called Time. And they're both like jazz funk albums. So yeah, all the ones I've said, check out if you want, if you want to have a good dance and a good time and hear some new music. Cool. Yeah. So my favorite part, because we get to play our, our track. And we've we got to pick a good track. So our top five tracks of 2018. Mm-hmm. Something that we've been vibing to that's just come out this year. And, you know, it's potentially going to be on the playlist next year as well. And, you know, it's going to be one of those tracks that we hear in a couple of years time. Be like, whoo, it could take me back to 2018, man. That was our vibe. Wow. Um, sorry, I'm building up. I'm really building you, no, up. No, you really are. And it's... Yeah. it's- Making it more intense for me, to be honest with you. Yeah, so, so you best pick the sure, right right song that you're going to play. Making sure it um, So I'm going to kick this off, actually. Um, and my top five, in no particular order, this one was also quite hard, but I've, it's, it's got to be done. So Jay Huss, Dark Vader. Can you, Darth. Dar- is it Dark or Darth? Is it Dark or... I don't know now. I'm confused. It must be Darth. Darth? No, Dark. It's Dark. It's Dark Vader. It must yeah. be Dark. Okay. I, I, oh, God. We'll, we'll figure that out some we'll figure it out. Dark Vader. Um, Jay Huss. The instrumental on this, if you actually hear the like the way it's played and the actual instrumental properly, like it's like he's like, he's like got a, a live band behind. Like mm. that that for me is what sold it um, more than anything. Yeah. My favorite guy ever that I think he's like one of the best Afrobeats artist that is not given enough accolades and that's burner boy and the track is yay that track itself is just it's a banger to the point where one guy 
did one kind of finesse. Osh on this Osh side. on this side. <laughs> um, doing multiple camera angle tricks, you know, giving us a bit of sauce, dripping in sauce. Telling people that his yay is very different different to to Burner Boy's yay included. (laughs) But we won't go there. Um, Naturally, you know me, I had to add a soca track to my top my top five. Of course. And the soca track is Ricky T and that's Sully. That's been my jam for 2018. Upset they didn't really play it in Carnival because I don't understand. They'll why play they it in 2019. Watch. That don't make no sense. That's how it, the, that's the, how it the song has down. been drained out, finished, <laughs> like crop over, like has been and gone. You don't need to play it in 2019. They will do. Um, and obviously one for the summer that got everyone going, um, Drake in my feelings, Kiki. Oh, wow. You love me. Did you forget about I it? I forgot about that song. I, yeah, no, that was I definitely. I wish I could forget about it. <laughs> and that was definitely a track. I got me doing my the shiggy dance shit and mm. stuff, whatever. Um, and finally, I've got quite a few UK people on here. I'm quite surprised. Um, finally, I don't know if this is a 2018 song, but it's um, Ambush Buzzworld featuring Chip and Skepta Jumpy. And I came across this song quite late, but to me, it's a banger. I think like all of them, the energy that comes out of that song, you're just like, what? You feel like you're man from ends. Where did you hear that song first? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. I actually don't know. I thought you heard it from my playlist. So... Alpha, sh- <laughs> what you actually? Yeah, it might be new. Oh, plug time. So oh, yeah, my- listen to my playlist on Apple Music. It's called ACC Too Cold. It's full of UK rap and grime music. So if you want to have a good time and maybe if you're if you want like a gym playlist, boom, there it is. I beg you get Spotify and put it on there. I might have to still. Yeah. I've got Spotify actually. I might. I, so just yeah, do that. Daily. I'll do that as well. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, what the fuck Spotify was that? Soon. Were you just trying to take my shine? I'm just no, a little no, bit no. confused. There we go. I'm just. I'll, just I'll put you on. Just letting the people know, man. Yeah, I'll put you on. Safe, Anyway, um, so the track that I've decided to play, um, that for me has been one of those things where, brother. Do you know, if I'll, I'll say you play it and then we have to guess what it is. Okay, so where do you, what do you reckon I'm going to play? I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe actually your soca track, because no, nah, I think it's going to be Burner Boy. Okay. Let's go and play it and then I guess the listeners will kind of figure it out as well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It's hard to listen to that song and not, uh, yeah, and, and not, not, not move in any kind of way. That, did you not see me moving? Yeah, <laughs> no, not moving. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I was literally just like trying to stay still. Was, it's like you yeah. want to do a scan, like what? Yeah, wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, nah, but that has to be my track. It mm. will never get boring to me at all. Cool. But yeah, anyway, who next? I don't know. Who wants to be next? You know what? Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I couldn't even do the whole top top five thing. Nah, that was long. Um, it was too hard for me to figure out reasons why, blah, blah, blah. So I'll just give you my number one track. Oh. Straight in there. Straight. I've already mentioned it. I've already mentioned it. Reason simply being any any mood I've been in this year, from when it came out to now, any vibe I'm in, it, whatever, whatever is going on with me, 
I want to listen to this track. It's that simple. And it is uh get it up, get it up, get it up. It is geography. It's from geography, which is my favorite album of the year, and it's my favorite song of the year, easily. Uh movie by Tom Mish. Let's go. Stephen's on a vibe right now. My cheek brushes against his, smooth on stubble for a moment, and then it's gone. He walks along the platform as if in a dream. Every fibre in me wants to shout and scream, stop, to run across to him and take him in my arms, to tell him I love you, you silly, silly man, I love you. But instead I stand still, heart cracking. Those little curls on the back of his head bouncing as he steps out of my life. You know what? I hope I could play more of it, but it's, well, wow, I don't yeah, want to yeah, get yeah. into the copyright, copyright, all them thing there. Yeah. Um, Keep it thirty seconds, guys. Yeah, yeah, seconds. yeah. <laughs> but that is my favorite track of the year, easily. Yeah. Nice. So, Stephen, your turn. Oh man, the and music connoisseur. That. The music. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The music connoisseur. <laughs> the art appreciator. Oh man, this is. Pressure's Pressure crazy is right real. Now. Yeah, because you come out here, you you talk about how you do this and you do that. So give it to us, innit? Okay. Give us the give, give us the five tricks. So my five tracks, um, I would in no particular order, um, is one of them is by a K-pop K R and B artist called Dean. Right. Um, yeah, I know. He Swig. is. He has been in the game for a while, and he's got a track called Dayfly that came out this year, and. You must be pretty good. You must be a pretty good R&B artist if you can get Daniel Caesar to do backing vocals on your track. Yeah. Wow. Daniel Caesar, that's, that probably just released, well, recent album last year. And this is Daniel Caesar, Daniel Caesar after Get You. So just, just kind of comprehend that to get Daniel Caesar to be on your backing oh, track. Oh, you're really so, playing this up, aren't you? Yeah. That was Dave. <laughs> that was Dave. That's one of the tracks of the year for me um, by Dean. Um, another track for me on my list is... By a UK artist called um, Tiana Major Nine. Um, she's an upper karma artist, but she's released a few tracks, maybe three or four tracks, um, over the past two or three years. And um, she's got a new uh, a new track that came out maybe a few months ago, which is called Mr. Mysterious. And that's one of them. Another one is um, Ruth, Ruth Venn. Um, he's an artist that's kind of mysterious as well, I would say. No, he's, he's actually just mysterious as a whole. And he's got an album, a song called... Hi, I don't know how to say it, but it's called a hypothalamus, hypothalamus, something like that. Hypothalamus, hypothalamus. Yeah, it's we part go. of the brain, I think. Yes, it's something to do the brain, and the way the the song describes him being in love and how it affects the brain and things like that. But it's really, really cool. A simp track. Um, another one of mine is one um by No Name, the rapper. A song called Self, and it's I think the first track on her album room 25 and the track i want to play um is by mac airs and it's called under you move so close to me baby you don't feel that close enough all of this distance these maybes all i'm saying is that's time Could have kept close, kept you floating. 
So yeah, that yes. was yes, yes, Matt Bears. Come on, under, come on, his new album this year, which is called Something to Feel. I'm not gonna lie, that felt like a vibe. I felt like I was in the studio and I was ready to sing, like I'm in the booth because <laughs> I'm standing right now. That's how kind of like fidgety I am, and it felt like I just wanted to burst into song and start singing to myself. But yeah, now that's how that track sounds fire. I might go listen yeah. to it when I get home. You know I'll what I mean? Listen to that. Check that track out. So um, that was 2018 for us. 2018, yeah. In the arts industry We spin through that I tell you Yeah we did We really did Um, In terms for And in terms of You know What to look for next year Let's say Let's just say One thing we're looking forward to next year Like you know In in the arts industry A theatre show TV show Film Or an album Juve Juve Yeah It's a a play I think it's only going to Short run at Theatre 503 Yes I saw that Yeah, It's coming out next May, May to June, so spring, summertime. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's about carnival. I have been, I've played mass for the last four or five years. Mm. So love carnival, love theatre. Yeah. And I think it's one of them I can get a good, I love a show where I can get the squad mm. involved. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So nice. I'm looking forward to that. I'm amongst many things, but Juve is the one that yeah. pops into my head. Nice. nice. Me too, actually. I'm not going to lie. Cool. Been playing mass for a long time. <laughs> So any, anywhere I can get can't, like soca music to play, mm-hmm. I'm like at peace. I'm just so happy. So, nice. yeah. But uh, what else? I, I'm just looking forward to like some good ass theatre, mm. like and some really good films because I don't know if I've watched that many films this year. So hopefully more kind of like more on the artsy film side kind of films and more of the serious kind of films. Not like studio. Like don't get me wrong. Studio stuff is great. All looking forward to end end game. From Avengers yeah. Saw the trailer for that Yeah Didn't say much But we saw the trailer for that <laughs> But yeah And that's pretty much it Okay Cool um, For me I'm going to be a bit cheeky And just say maybe two things But they're both coming out in April Which is Avengers Endgame And also Game of Thrones The next season The final yeah, season shit. So yeah Game I need of to Thrones. watch the last season I haven't watched it yet still Yeah So Game of Thrones next year 2019 ding, And ding, 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 ding. Yeah Yeah <laughs> So um, yeah That's about it really yeah, man. It's been great. Good. Thanks, Stephen. Thank you for coming back. Ah, for coming thank back. Thank you guys for having me. For one pleasure. Last time. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if we're going to have you back again. You, you know. You never know. Might just nah, roll through, bro. Roll through. Yeah. 100%. Um, but yeah, where can they find us, Chama? Uh, they can find us. Oh, my gosh. So, they can find us on Twitter at Artistic SOM. Yep. They can find us on Instagram. Yep. At. Artistic SOM pod. That's the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Facebook, Artistic State of Mind. And do we have any other socials? Oh, Spotify. We're on Spotify, and we're on SoundCloud, SoundCloud and Apple Apple Podcast. I think we should be on other um, kind of like platforms, but I don't know. All your favorite podcast providers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're on and if there. we're not on there, then you're not, they're not your favorite podcast. Exactly. Like a real talk. Exactly. Um, so that's where you can find us. Um, you can find me on my personal Twitter when I do try and tweet and stuff at Jules Montana 88. Yourself, Chama? At Chama underscore K. And Stephen. Um, I'm found? on Twitter. What was my Twitter? Right? I have not. At Smiling Mastermind. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there is. How are you gonna forget it? I, I'm because I'm not. I'm barely. Come and don't tweet. Oh, okay. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. It's been good. Merry Christmas. 2018. Yeah. Happy Merry New Christmas. Year, everybody. Yeah. Happy New Year. We're back in the new year. Get turned. Yes. There it is.
It's, Drink it's, merry, enjoy yourself. Don't get too drunk and stuff like that. But be safe yourself, though. Be, yeah. safe. be safe. Don't come and blame child McKay saying, no, you told me to get tired, didn't it? <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to come back post bill. <laughs> Trust me. It's been fun, guys. Um, until next time. Peace. Later.